This is just a disclaimer from us here at The Art of Giving Up. This is a podcast made by people. People talking about their experiences, their struggles, and things that we are not qualified to give medical advice or advisement on. If you're suffering from depression, anxiety, suicidal thoughts, or uncertain by anything, please do not get your advice from a podcast. Reach out, seek a professional, a friend, or a family member, and know that it is okay to ask for help. If you have suicidal thoughts and live in the United States, please remember you could always call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline phone number at 1-800-273-8255. Thanks. This is The Art of Giving Up, and if this is your first time listening, I am your host, Steven. This is your podcast for giving up bad days, bad ways, unfortunate relationships, bad habits, and sometimes just giving up because life is too hard. This week, we're going to be talking The Grind. In the almost two years that I've been doing this, I've come to the understanding that even the things that you want to do, even the things that you're passionate about, are difficult. Even the things that you want to do require time and effort and thought and preparation. Even even the things that you want to do our hard work and in a way that is how I failed in this endeavor if you've listened to the podcast before then you know that I've spoken about how I spent most of my life doing nothing not really succeeding not really trying not really pursuing my dreams and my passions just kind of existing then I decided that I was going to succeed at something. If not succeed, at least do it. Fail or not, sink or swim, do it. And I did. About two years later, still here, still doing it through change and loss and and loss of, of work and gaining of work. And I have pursued this and done it. And then I try to do a little bit better. And incrementally, I'm doing better. But I was listening to Joe Rogan and he was he was telling he was talking about a comic and he was like, you know, you've been doing this ten years, you only have five minutes, that means you're lazy. 
And he's not wrong. If you're passionate about something, if you want to do something, you put the effort in. And the fact that I don't spend enough hours editing this and I don't spend enough time, you know, doing what I want to do and interviewing people and writing introductions and scripts and coming up with a proper formula. But I realize it's because I'm tired. And I don't mean that I'm just a little tired. I'm worn down. I am broken down, beaten. I got a sprained ankle. My back hurts because I work every day. And granted, some people are, well, you know, I work hard and I get up and I jog. Like Feb would say, good old Astrid Crowley, who I had on a podcast a few months ago. For people who are what they call neurotypical, some things are very easy. And when you excel, you're able to do things like that. For me, personally, the fact that I'm doing this at all is my uh, me excelling. But in addition to that, there are other things. It hurts. Working hurts. And people won't really talk about it, but it is a reality that more than the 50.4 million people who live beneath the poverty line have to live with is that they work. They work till it hurts like me. They they work. And I, I am these people. These people are me. Now, it's not just that I work hard. It's not just I work long hours because there's two types of uh, two types of work and they're both difficult and they both have their challenges so you have people with like set schedule you know nine to five and it's very monotonous and it does require a lot of time and commute and you spend so much of your week in a place thinking about that then if you're on your feet or even at a desk You spend so much time doing the same things over and over and over that you really feel when you're off that you need to rest emotionally, okay, and or physically. You need to do both because it's extremely important. People, I mean, it's always forgotten that people need time to recover emotionally. We are not endless pools of energy and joy. We require love and self-care and then you have people like me who work a schedule like i do where it shifts maybe one day off a week um i work mostly at night i can only really focus on like i'll give you my schedule uh, i'll like see work 1 30 to 8 45 i work in manhattan so uh starting from when i get off 8 45 get out of the store at 9 get home by 10 15 10 30 um, shower, maybe grab a bite to eat, go to sleep, wake up, shower if I didn't shower the night before, grab a bite to eat, walk to the train, get on the train, I'm at work. I work on my feet, I work with people, I personally expend a lot of my energy emotionally and physically at work, until by the time I come home, I don't want to sit in front of the mic because I don't have the energy. I 
on the train, I sit there and I'll pull my, I'll like, I'll bring my iPad or I'll bring a book and I'll try to focus. But when some days you might work eight, sometimes I work eight to three or not eight to yeah eight to three or nine to five or something like that. And then the next day that I close, then my sleep schedule's off and I don't really get to sleep that well. And I'm on the train and I'm really trying to come up with ideas for the podcast. And I'm like, well, you know, maybe I should write it. Should I do this? And I really need to spend 15 hours doing this. And I find myself so emotionally worn down that this thing that I want to succeed, this thing that I want to become a thing feels like it's escaping me sometimes because no matter how passionate you are doing what you love is still work and some people do not have the energy or the physical resilience to work a full-time job and a part-time job of doing what you love you know and this is and i feel like not trying to make it a race thing but i've been reading too many books about disenfranchised people of color so unfortunately (laughs) that's kind of where my mind is and people who do work very hard and they do succeed they do excel and they they do as much as they can in their lives and they push themselves and they hurt themselves and they work hard tend to have very different jobs than the kind of jobs that I and my friends have. You know, they they tend not to be laborers and baristas. They tend not to do monotonous, menial, physical labor or constantly dealing with. Now, that's not to say that they don't work hard, but there's a different level of emotional investment and physical investment and people with certain jobs. And when you look at people like the awesome kind of funny guys, Greg Miller and and uh, Nick Scarpino and them from the kind of funny games and stuff, they used to work at IGN and they worked hard. They would write, they would write a lot and they would produce content and do meetings and do interviews, you know. And then they were able to to leverage that and the podcast they did on the IGN platform to start their own thing. But that's because there's a different level of emotional investment and physical investment. Because maybe, maybe I could do better if when I sat, my leg didn't hurt because it's my feet all day. Or maybe when I come home and I'm distressed and distraught because of how I was treated by coworkers or customers or just the fact that I, I really want to be good at my job and that I really spend a lot of energy trying to make sure that the people around me are satisfied and that things are going well and then having to deal with the letdowns of of working in a large corporation compounded with the fact that no matter how much i try people don't really appreciate you sometimes or you feel unappreciated and then i want to do this now, can I do better? And the answer, of course, is yes. I can do better. And it's scary and it's hard and it's so difficult 
to overcome my shortcomings, my anxiety, my loneliness, my 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 sore body, my my the the my the emotionally draining things that I do that I experience. I live this very in some ways difficult life and I am not homeless and I for now have a roof over my head and I have my mother and I have people that I love and care about dearly who I can only on one hand only on one hand you know maybe one hand and a thumb okay maybe two hands but that's not the point (laughs) I'm fortunate but I still have a lot to do. And I have a lot of growing to do. And I have a lot of learning about myself and how to manage my time and how to focus and how to get it done. Because you want it to get done no matter how much it hurts. I want to believe that working hard, that hurting And putting in the effort will pay dividends. I want to believe that the effort that I'm putting out there, the effort that I'm expending, the energy and the time will come back to me and allow me to do the things that I want to do. I want to do this. I want to do many things. I want to continue to learn sign language i want to have healthy meaningful relationships with the women in my life and my friends and 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 just at work and it's hard when you're tired and people and if you're listening to this and you work hard and you work hard every day and you feel unmotivated and people are like, oh, well, you spend too much time playing video games. They don't understand how hard it is just to exist, how hard it is just to be. And, and you work so hard and you put so much effort and time into doing what you need to do. You hurt yourself. You put yourself out there. Of course, when you have a little bit of time off, you want to express yourself. Of course, when you have a little bit of time off, you want to spend it with people that you love and that you care about of course when you work every day or six days a week or five days a week when you're on your feet all day would you like fries with that hi there how you doing which like a tall one would you, you know sitting at a desk doing tps reports you know and unfortunately unlike office space walking in with a swaggy attitude and a fuck you glare being like you know what this sucks it's not going to get you promoted but we need money and everybody i know who talks about doing this that and they're like oh man you know well everything should be socialist you know what i love all kinds of ideas let's do all kinds of things but i need to eat now i need to exist now I need to move now. I need to do these things now. And I don't want to get into some like weird thing where it's like, well, the proletariat are, you know, uh, are being subjected to torture because the the party is uh, exhausting them with exhaustive labor. No, 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 no. The reality of the situation 
as I always say, the reality is that we are human. We are fallible. We are weak. This is what we are. We are imperfect. And I sit here in this chair in front of this mic every week and I try to be better. And the amount of time that I put towards this grows. Initially, this came out on Mondays. And on Sunday night, Sunday night, sometimes Monday morning I'd be recording it. I moved it to Wednesday because, I don't know, for some reason I was having trouble recording it on Monday. But I still did that. But then I started doing it like a day before. Then I had this idea. And then I started to expand. I spent a little bit more energy. And maybe I'm not doing as well as I could. Maybe I'm not expending as much as people think that I could. But I'm doing more than I was before. And I'm, and I'm growing. And I'm pushing through the funk. Taking everything that I have from the inside and putting it out there because this is important, because this matters, because this right here is how we express ourselves as a generation. And people will be like, you know, I'll, I'll say, cut my own thought off. Not a huge fan of like being on Twitter and Facebook and stuff like that all day. If you follow the Instagram, you'll you'll see I don't post a lot because for a podcast, an Instagram is dumb. I realize that because it's very visual, okay. And I don't have a team of people helping me find like appropriate things. The Twitter's kind of active. I comment on people's things and I like retweet positive things and stuff like that. And I have my own Twitter and my own Instagram and all that jazz. And I look at it right, and I'm just like, you know. People, they crap on it all the time. But this, this, this has value. This is how we express ourselves. You know, we work really hard, but we're able to reach out and to share the positive things about us. And the articles are like, well, you know, people only share the positive things about themselves. And it makes other people feel bad. We're all just trying to feel good ourselves. That's what it's about. We're all trying to share the best parts of ourselves so that people who are not us can experience the, the the good things about us and then we could see the good things in others and maybe we won't feel so lost and so lonely and so tired because we work so hard we work jobs that nobody wants mostly us poor people of color that's what we do i don't really know anyone with i i know like five people who have like really decent jobs who are well adjusted and most of them are white and there's no knock against them but everybody that i know really who's a person of color we're suffering a slow painful death we're suffering every day and people look at us and they're like well you could do better it's like how can we do better when we don't have the energy to do better and it's not really to say that we need help. I don't need a boost. But when, we, when the system that we live in, the system that is kind of like, it's against you. And I wish 
that it wasn't true. And sometimes when I have conversations, conversations, I love to play the devil's advocate. But the system is, is against us. The system is definitely geared against people of color. All people of color. I was sitting in front of my building. And I wanted to sit on my porch and drink a beer. I was thinking about it. Because I know around the corner, the neighbors, the white people in the same building, but on the other side, they do that. But I'm like terrified. I was on the trail with my coworker. We had a pot of tequila because she was going, she is like going to a better position. And <laughs> I, she wanted me to pour herself. And I was like, I, I, I can't do that. She's like, she's a person of color, but she's much, much lighter than me. You know, she was like, you, you she's like, you're really scared. I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't want to get arrested on the train for pouring some tequila into a Starbucks cup. That's not. That's not what I want to happen. We live in fear. And we're struggling. To exist. And it's scary and it's hard. When you feel like everything is geared against you. Or even when you try to pretend like you don't feel everything is geared against you. Because I'm guilty of that. I really want to pretend like everything's okay. But it's not. And we have so much to learn. We have so much to do. To progress and to grow. We have so much to give. I don't know anything about anything. But I know. I know that we as a people all people of all colors and race of all denominations as long as you're a person who tries their best to be the best them i believe in you and just because we have it hard doesn't mean that you don't but we definitely, and by we, I mean people of color, we definitely need to really look inward and try and find paths that allow us to express ourselves and to love ourselves in spite of the world that beats us and shoots us and hurts us and, and makes us subhuman. Sometimes it's hard. Sometimes it's hard to be anything other than stigma. But when it comes to every stigma, mental illness, and it needs to end. We need to be better. We need to progress. And it's hard to progress when you're hungry. And so you work. Jobs you don't want. People you don't care about. You work so hard and it drains everything from you and then who's going to lead the revolution now? Like always, I'm your host, Steven. This has been The Art of Giving Up. 
peace. What if I moved?